0: Under the girders! Well, hello and welcome back to CCM in 3D. I'm Derek. And I'm Dave. And, uh... I don't know about you, but um, we've been getting messages, haven't we, Dave? I've gotten a few,
1: Derek. Uh, you have? Very odd messages. Odd you messages. Know, in addition to uh, you know, my family members saying, boy, you guys have a great podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't wait for the next episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've gotten some that are from people I don't really know that listen, and they're saying, well, where'd you guys go? What what happened to the podcast? <sighs> I'm like,
0: well, I didn't go anywhere. I don't think you went anywhere. No, I didn't go anywhere. I'd just been sitting here the whole time. Right,
1: so I'm not sure what they're what they're asking about but uh just rest assured we are here we're we're here uh yeah
0: there there seems to be a a problem in this very room though um one of us is not here
1: well the name of the show is ccm in 3d and there's only two
0: d's here there's two d's have you seen dan uh i don't know i've been sitting here waiting for him since last uh year and no i can't see him
1: no i don't i haven't seen him either
0: don't know where he is so, uh, no idea where Dan is. Um, hopefully, he'll maybe walk in the room. But um, you know, if anyone sees Dan, let him know we're sitting here waiting for him. Do
1: we need to put out an APB on Dan? APD. A-
0: Ooh, all, all points, points, Dan. Daniton or something. <laughs> I like it. Yes, <laughs> <He has> APD. <laughs> so, so uh, Dan, uh, if you uh, uh, hear this, um, why don't you uh, radio in and let us know what's going on?
1: Call us. Uh, call us on the request line. Call
0: us on the friends phone. One the friends phone. One eight hundred friends. One eight hundred friends or friends or forever. floors of Laura. something like that. Yes, exactly. I'm,
1: I'm confident we will find Dan.
0: Uh, I am too. I, I'm I'm highly confident we will find him, or or he will find us.
1: Okay, one Maybe. of the two.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm confident with you. So, well, uh, we're back, and uh, there's a topic to explore tonight, and. Um, thought it'd be fun if we came together and talked about our five favorite ccm albums from our high school years that's back to school right it's probably been back to school for about a month but hey we're um we're slow to pick up on that so um back to school and Back to school time means driving in the car to school and listening to your favorite CCM albums. So we thought we'd explore that today on the podcast
1: you know back you know back to school you get uh, what do you get you get the new clothes you got the new clothes yeah that's exciting the trapper keeper the tra- oh I love trapper the, keepers
0: the, yes, the <laughs> trapper had, keeper. mine was always
1: way too full I don't yeah. know how I got all that stuff in there Derek
0: <laughs> <I> don't either <laughs> maybe you know maybe you get a new haircut for school the new haircut yes yeah. yes the chili bull haircut
1: chili Bull and don't forget uh, I don't know if kids still do this but I know when we were kids the new lunchbox yes it was huge
0: yeah I, you couldn't uh you couldn't get a lunchbox much past grade school though i remember if you got a if you had a lunchbox in junior high i, I was pre-middle school you had it in junior high you might get a swirly from the big kids cool. so you don't want to bring a <laughs> yeah, lunchbox right you might want to just bring a sack lunch and call it good you don't <laughs> want
1: to take your new batman lunchbox to ninth grade <laughs> no,
0: no you you know. don't. bobby
1: will be waiting for you there by the locker room he
0: will <laughs> and he will not be pleased <laughs> no <laughs> so and then the um then the songs that uh you played in the car they'll stick with you and then some of those albums become your favorites yep now um I, I'm curious, what, again, were your high school years? So, what's the span of time that we're talking here?
1: So, when, when I was in high school, I think it was the same for you. We went to the same high school. Right. Um, it was sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Okay. So, I would have started my sophomore year in 85. Okay. Graduated in the spring of 88.
0: Okay. So, I started fall of 83. Okay. And I would have graduated spring of 86. Okay. So, that was my... So, my beginning of high school falls outside of our 85 to 95 window right so i tried to stick to our window it was oh, it was hard oh, well. there were a couple i was like oh i really want to put this in
1: but no no out of bounds picks no out of bounds okay, picks.
0: Good. those are usually dan and he's yeah, not here he's missing he's mia, M-I-A. <laughs> yes he's <A-P-D>. missing. <laughs> yes <laughs> dan phone <laughs> home <laughs> so um I did try to stick to the window. Did you have any out of bounds?
1: No, nope, no, nope, mine were all. Now it's going to be early in our window because when you know we both went to high school. Sure. Yeah. Which is interesting because we won't talk about anything I think past well eighty eight. Right. So right.
0: you yep. know. All that good '90s stuff that came out when you and I were both working in Christian radio with Dan. Yep. All that stuff is several years beyond our high school. It's exactly. Beyond college for you, I think. Yep, isn't it, it is. Yep. yep. Okay, I did that. Maybe that'd be a different. Uh, topic is to do our college albums because then I've got a real conundrum on my hands because I went to college for 10 years oh so, I so got you got a, ten- a wide variety in ten- your window to pick from there yes
1: well, yes. S- well spoiler alert someone we talked about our favorite back-to-school albums yes I didn't realize it was just high school so one of mine is my freshman year of college okay end of high school going into college
0: that I think that's great okay I think that's perfect so,
1: Woo, yeah, just made it.
0: Pulled it off by the skin of your teeth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh, let's we'll start with you, Derek. What do you have for your uh, favorite back-to-school albums?
0: Okay, well, should we do... Let's, let's set up two more parameters. Right. I'm not doing mine in any order. So I'm not saying that my number one is this or my fifth favorite is that. So right. I just in no particular order. And I have honorable mentions. And I think you have honorable mentions, too. I me? do. Okay. So let's start with honorable mentions first. Oh. And I'll just... Um, Dive into one, and again, this was one that I thought it was on my top five, then it wasn't, then it was, and it wasn't, and that's Unguarded by Amy. Oh, nice. That, I just, there were some that I just think were, I liked a little more. I was a little more of a rocker back in high school. Mm -hmm. So I loved Unguarded. I thought it was a great album, still think it's a great album, but it just didn't quite make it on there were albums i listened to a little more okay so i'll just say that but one of my first honorable mentions is amy's unguarded
1: what did you love about that album
0: dan huff yes (laughs) and mike landau right uh no i loved uh i loved the first two songs i loved the ballad that ends the album oh yeah the prodigal great song um dan huff on on a lot of those songs a couple of them haven't aged well. I'll skip them now. I didn't skip right. them back then. I, I always skip wise up. I just yeah same here. I just kind of always skip it um, for I don't know. Just it's just one that hasn't aged. But love of another kind is still a great song. Yes, it is. Uh, love will find a way is a great song. Everywhere I go, I like Sharia, uh What. Um, Fight. I yep. think that's the one with the Dan Huff stones on it. Was yep. And so the of course, the ballad, the Prodigal.
1: And this was really her first foray into like a really pop, oh for rock, sure, yeah. well-produced '80s album. Yep. You know yep. that I agree with you. I listen to it now, and there's a lot of it I love. Mm-hmm. But there's some of it I'm like, eh, it just yeah, it didn't age well.
0: Yeah, it didn't age. The, and it's funny because she hinted at it with uh, Straight Ahead, which was right before that. Yes. But boy, just she just slammed into the whole pop rock thing with Unguarded, yep. so it was like, we're we're doing this, right? So it was full blown on we're we're doing this.
1: And so. there's still having said what I said about uh, not some of it not aging well. There's a lot of it that I listen to. It takes me right back. Oh, for sure, eighty five, and I'm I love it.
0: Yep, I'm with so, you. Good I'm with choice. You. All right, throwing the ball to you. Honorable mention
1: for me is going to be another Amy Grant album, and this is one that I didn't appreciate as much at the time. But now it's probably my go to Amy Uh, Grant album, and that's Lead Me On.
0: Oh, wow, yeah.
1: Um, Because coming out of, I'm glad you picked Unguarded, because coming out of Unguarded, going into the next album, I thought it was going to be, well, more of the Mm -hmm. pop rock, more of the fun, you know, bubblegum type Amy Grant album, and it was totally opposite.
0: Right, I agree.
1: It it was very organic, Mm -hmm. acoustic, there's violins on this album. And, yep. like I said, it has grown to be my favorite Amy Grant album. It's the one I listen to now, more well, than yeah. the others. Uh, but at the time, I just didn't appreciate it. So that's why I didn't listen to it as much as the other albums
0: on my list. Got it. Got it. Did, you, did I hear you say there's violence on this album? Violins. Violins. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. No violence. No violence. No, no, no violence. No violinists but, were harmed in the that, making of that, this that album. I, that I know of. <laughs> that we know of. Maybe there were. Maybe there's a story. I don't know. Who knows? If Amy wants to call in, she can set us straight. 1
1: 800 Friends Line. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, my next honorable mention is, again, one that I was really close to having on. My main list, my main top five, and that's Streetlight by DeGarmer and Key. Oh, Still, I think they're high point in terms yes. of their studio albums. Um, I don't know if it's their most popular. Did we ever decide if it's their most popular? We did an episode on this one.
1: We didn't decide. Okay. It's my favorite. Yeah. I would almost say maybe D&K is their most popular because I see people on, on social media, when they talk about D&K, that's the album everybody loves. Right.
0: Is that the one with Boycott Hell on it? Or? No,
1: that's the one with, um, oh boy.
0: Love, God, Hate, Sin.
1: Uh, that's another album. Okay. That's another band. Okay.
0: Oh, it is? Yes, it oh, is. Rats. <laughs> oh, rats. No. I it'll, just blew it. It'll come to me with the
1: with the big hip. Is it's, that
0: the one with Meltdown on it? Oh, wait, that's, like, Steve, that's Taylor. Steve Taylor. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. sorry the garmo and steve taylor
1: apologies to steve taylor and LeFevre.
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> well streetlight so um very much kind of a rock um straightforward rock you know kind of a an oasis in the midst of their uh keyboard heavy stuff but this one's a real return to kind of their roots i think and I think they found a really nice balance on this. We got a whole episode on that one, so go check it out in our archives. So, Streetlight is my next honorable mention. So, All right. I've got, you.
1: I've got one more honorable mention, and this is going to be the live set from Michael W. Smith.
0: Oh, yes. That was
1: going into my junior year, I believe, in high school. Perfect. Um, I love the big picture. Yep. Uh, saw the tour. I know you did as well. Yep, I did. And... Um, and so I love the live set. It came out. It was a great sounding album. It uh, was was a live album. Is a live album that actually sounds good. Yes. The production is really good. On Agreed. Because a lot of live albums, as you know, you get and you're just like eh, the mix isn't good. Yep. You know, yep. maybe you know for whatever reason it doesn't sound great. But they did a good job on this one, and um, you know, It captured all the energy uh-huh. of one of his concerts back then, which were very energetic. Yep. And uh, so yeah, live set is an honorable mention for me. Not
0: quite uh, top five. And that goes back to one of our pet peeves from our window of time, from 85 to 95, is that so many record companies weren't doing live albums. Right. Uh, You've got the live set. um, You had Amy's two concert albums, but those were way before, like, Mm -hmm. 79 and 80, or 80 and 81. So wouldn't it have been great to have some live stuff from the Young Garda tour or the Lee Beyond tour? Um, I think DC Talk finally put out some stuff from back then, but it's only been in the past couple of years. Right. There's no live... uh, Whitehearts? There's no live Whiteheart, that's right. Petra put one out, so that's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich Mullins definitely should have had a live one because seeing him live was yes. really the way to experience Rich, I think. Right. And so, they ju- now, they did put out a lot of long-form videos, like on VHS and mm-hmm. that sort of, Yes. there you go. <laughs> but, um, so the, the, the long-form video was big, but the live album kind of wasn't.
1: So. Yeah, I wonder why that is. I don't know. I would love to get maybe get somebody on to tell us why that, yeah. why that would be. Maybe it's expensive to make. A lot. I'm sure a lot of work went into it. You know, Mm got to get just the right, you know, mix, right, recording, and a lot of live album, live albums. You read the liners. Remember when we had liner notes? I seem to
0: recall that. Yes, it would
1: say recorded on, yeah, this night at this location. Part of it was recorded on this location at this night. Yep. So they had to piece it all together. So maybe it was a very labor-intensive hmm. project. Now, if
0: Amy could call in on that, we could get some insight into that. One
1: eight hundred friends Line is 1-800. the number to call. That's
0: on. the number to call. <laughs> so, anyways. All right. Yep. So live live set. There you go. Okay. So uh, this one again, you probably have this in your top. Well, I don't. I don't know if this hit for. Yes, this would have been in your high school years. So, on my honorable mention number 3 for me is Metals by Rustaff. Okay. Metals by Rustaff. Oh, by the way. Yep. I just happen to have Oh, there's my oh, you copy get, of uh, Amy Grant unguarded, undarded, and then there's my copy of taff's Metals. So, we got beautiful the actual yes. CD copy of Metals right here.
1: So, uh here's a trivia fact for you, Derek. This uh, Metals is the only album I have on cassette, CD, and LP.
0: Oh, wow. So you've got the, got the trifecta. I've got the
1: trifecta. You do. When it comes to metals. Russ,
0: you need to call us. Yeah. one 800 friends
1: I noticed on the back, though, there's not uh, his beautiful mullet shot like on the back of the album. Oh, yeah. That's, it, it's got to be inside, right? Yeah,
0: I'm thinking it's... Th- there it is. Oh, there it is. He's there's leaning
1: back. The, He's got the, the, the mullet the, waving. Defender the Fender
0: Stratocaster. <laughs> He's f- flying his mullets. his right. mullet. Yeah, very nice. Well,
1: and, and real quick, let's address the Amy Granite Guarded because there were four,
0: five different covers. Four or I think five? Four, yeah.
1: And you've got the one where she's kind of bent over um, and dancing and looks like she's looking off to the uh, right there.
0: Right. She's Yeah. Would Dan say that's a serious look or is that a.
1: No, she's smiling. She's smiling. Okay. So it's definitely not a serious. Okay. So well, then, she's having fun. Yeah. Okay. Great.
0: So great. there you go. It's uh, yeah. That's my particular copy. So
1: outstanding. Metals. Great album. Metals. Yep. You know, very West Coast album. Yep. Have we talked nice. about before?
0: Yes, we have. All right. Next up for honorable mention for you.
1: Well, honorable mention. I'm out of honorable mentions actually.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, I got two more. Can you I get just, two
1: more? Go for them. Can I
0: just throw it out real quick? Yeah. Okay. So honorable mention number four. It, are, these last two are going to be two that you didn't see coming. All right, I'm just going to hit you like right upside out the head. Of, Yep, out Kay. of left field. So my number four was "Morning Like This" by Sandy Patty.
1: Really? Yes. I never would have, like you said, never would have saw that coming. Yep,
0: yep. I, 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 I had a, a girlfriend in high school that loved that album, and so then I went back and listened to it as I was preparing for the show and thought. You know, I don't think Sandy ever did better than this. I think that's probably the best Sandy ever did. Great songs, great production, great Mm -hmm. players, and just brought back a lot of warm memories. And so Sandy's Morning Like This. What about,
1: I'm going to ask you about, what about Another Time, Another Place? Was that out of the, out of bounds?
0: Yeah, that was out of bounds from my high school.
1: Okay, yeah, 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 okay.
0: I think that's an album I enjoy more. I'll pull that one. In fact, I have a copy of Another Time, Another Place on CD. So
1: at the Brown Bannister, right? Yes. Yeah, great album.
0: Yep. And I uh, used to own "Morning Like This" on CD. In fact, it was the very first CD I ever purchased. Is that right? But I don't have it anymore. Oh man. So I do not have I, it.
1: I don't think Dan has that CD anymore either.
0: Well, I think that. Oh yeah, that's right because uh, he had a visit from uh, Rob Ur. Yes, Rob Ur. Yeah, yeah, Rob Ur. Nobody
1: likes a visit from that guy.
0: No, no, no. We don't like visits from that guy at all okay and then completely out of left field my last honorable mention here you go yeah it's Keith Thomas's Kaleidoscope oh
1: I remember that album
0: and I have the CD right here. it is beat up (laughs) it is it is beat up but it's got everybody on here and it's got a great um tune from B.B. Winans oh Um, and so I can't remember the name of it uh oh Arms of Love Arms of Love, B.B. Winans. Donna McElroy sings on this. Oh, nice. It's Only Natural as B.B. Winans. There's some great instrumentals on here. I think Gary Lund plays bass. Mark Mark Hammond, Mark Douthit, Donna McElroy. Like I said, Tom Hemby on guitars. Ooh. So And then, of course, Keith Thomas produces. John Goen on guitars. Oh, it looks like Jimmy Glee slowis plays bass on here, too. Nice. So Anyway, kind of a great West Coast-ish. AOR, Kaleidoscope, and man, my copy is really beat up on the Day Spring label. Remember Day Spring? Day Spring. Yep. Let's
1: talk about this beautiful album cover, which we've kind of touched on. <sighs> it's something great back in this era that we don't just have anymore. I remember seeing this ad in uh, CCM Magazine yes. for several months, yes. and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> But I, I couldn't stop looking at it. I know. You know, it's, he's looking through, uh, like he's looking into the galaxy through a telescope. And there's like a tambourine, a, a floppy disk, a train. I know. Film reel. I mean, what is going on here with Keith Thomas? Bowling pins?
0: I, I know. It's It was, um, <laughs> he he tried it and then the Imperials perfected that yes. on uh, this year's model. That's right. When they put the coronavirus, the coronavirus on it. <laughs> is on the top corner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. the uh, And, and um, this year's model subtitled Looking for Armand. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's Looking the, for Armand. Where is he? I don't know. He's in the car, I think.
1: <laughs> so, if you want to see a great album cover from this era, uh, Google Kaleidoscope by uh, Keith Thomas. Yes. You will not be disappointed.
0: Perfect. Yes. All right. Well, I'll let you jump in. I've okay. talked long enough. Get into your top five. Let me know. What's, All right. What's uh, one of your top five here?
1: Top five. We're going to go back to, uh, we just mentioned Petra, and I'm going to go with Beat the System. Yes. 85. Yep. That was uh, my freshman year of high school. Got to see that tour and just blew me away at the time. The, the huge stage. I mean, nobody was really doing that in this era in right. CCM. And, uh, boy, those guys sent a great live and wanted out and we've, that was one of our first podcasts, I think. Was I think it was
0: deep. our first. Was that, our first? Or maybe COVID listening and then yeah, that Yeah, one. then
1: that was number two. Yeah. So if you'd like to go back into our archives, you yes. can do that. Uh CC do. him CCM in 3D episode two. Dan will be on that recording.
0: He, uh, he, he better be. Yes. He was when we recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he centered himself out. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs>
1: but, uh, you know, his favorite song was "Add and I" on that album. Yeah. I can't argue. Yep. Great song. That's But, mine. um... You know, just like one or two I skip now when listening to it. But, uh, you know, I'll put it in occasionally and, and go back to high school. And it's just, we mentioned this before, it's unfortunate they didn't do another album that sounded like that. <sighs> I agree.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, they kind of, it's, it's, they caught a moment and that, well, and then Greg uh, X-Volts left. And yep. so they really radically shifted their sound and never really went back to that. So.
1: And so you fast forward to 2022. Yes. And now yeah. you've got two different versions of Petra that are touring. No way. You've got the, was it Classic Petra? I think it's what they're called, Classic Petra with Greg X. Vols, John Lowry, and Louis Weaver Okay, are still in that, and they're going around the country touring. In fact, I think they're coming near our neck of the woods. Yeah, they're coming to, I think, Eden, Oklahoma.
0: And Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And then you've
1: got the version of Petra that's celebrating 50 years, and that's uh, Bob Hartman. Okay, John Schlitt, and somehow John Lowry's playing in both bands.
0: Oh, John's in both bands. He's
1: in both. Yes. Wow. And I saw the first show they did on this tour. I don't know I don't know if you can call it a tour. I think they just did a few shows. Um, the original members of Petra all showed up and played a couple of songs from the first album.
0: Oh, those guys! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. John Schlitt is with Bob Hartman. Yes. Okay, and Greg Exvolds is with Louis Weaver Louis and Ever. John Lowry. John Lowry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Little tip. Little difficult. There you keep go. That's straight. It is. You what know. about What about Mark Kelly?
1: Nothing about Mark Kelly.
0: Don't know anything about Mark Kelly.
1: No. No Mark Kelly. What
0: about John Slick. Uh,
1: John, no. Nothing about John Slick. No, John Slick. Okay. No. That's kind of my favorite era. Yeah. As I, I think it is yours too. Of, yep. of Petra.
0: Yeah. See if 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 we would have gone back into outside our window like when i started high school i would have had to have put in more power to you yep. or something like never that. say die yeah those two albums would have been great yeah so
1: so there you go there's my beat the system 1985 from
0: petrol okay now these are in no particular order so right no particular order so my first one is michael w's the big picture
1: oh yes
0: michael w is the big picture and i have my copy that i purchased. nice it's the third cd i ever owned my second cd after sandy really was phil collins hello i must be going
1: oh nice choice
0: third was michael w smith's big picture and it still plays great i put it in today and it still plays perfect
1: well i mean it's what can you say about that album that we haven't already said i mean one of my all-time favorites
0: yep i'm hoping in 2020 uh let's see when this was released in 86 so let's hope in 2026. They do a 40th anniversary repackage of this. Oh, that'd be outstanding. If Reunion wants to call us and ask us about that one eight hundred friends phone.
1: One eight hundred friends phone. Yeah, um, lines are open. The lines are open. Operators so are standing by.
0: There. So call now. <laughs> um, demos, outtakes. Yeah. L- maybe some live unreleased tracks. It'd be a great. This is this is a classic. Come it on, is. Reunion, you got to do something with this on the 40th anniversary. And that's
1: the first album, and maybe the only album of his that uh, I felt captured his live energy, their live energy, cause that yep. whole band. Yep. Because, you know, he did Project and Two, and those are good albums. But yep. they're kind of, you know, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Then you went and saw that tour, his first tour, and they're like rocking. Yeah. They're like changing up the arrangements. Yep. And I felt like the big picture is really a good uh, a good example of what they can do live. Because that was an all-star band that played on that oh, album. Oh, for
0: sure. And that would be one of the things that I would love if they could kind of clear up, because they don't really say who played what where on these credits. Oh, that's I mean, they right. just kind of say so-and-so played bass, so-and-so played drums, so-and-so played guitar, but they don't mm-hmm. really say on what tracks or where. I wish somebody could go back and kind of clear that up and it's some liner notes. But that's me asking for that stuff. Yeah. So. so come on, Smitty. Let's let's do a 40th anniversary, 2026. Got a few years. We can plan it.
1: Fantastic so, pick right there. Anyway. Can't go wrong with it. Yep. All right. So I'm going to fast forward to uh, the one I talked about that was Borderline. Okay. End of high school. Yes. Going into college. Right there. Because this was an album that me and my roommate in college listened to freshman year all the time. And okay. that is In God We Trust by Striper. Oh Wow. Okay. We had, uh, so went to uh, Evangel University. Yes. Third floor, Krause, third third floor <laughs> south, room 316. Nice. John, Anytime, John 316. You see, we didn't offer salvation, but we offered pretty plenty of great music. Yeah, you did. Because we'd have guys from the floor that came in and all they would say all the time, every time I come in here, you guys are rocking. Like, That's how we do it. I can see that. So no, we had uh, we had this album that had just come out. We listened to it all the time. We saw the tour; they were in the town that we were going to college. Yep, went and saw the tour. Um, I have to say, uh, I think Michael was sick that night. They only played for like an hour. Oh wow! It was an abbreviated show, but Got it was it. still still great. But um, yeah, God we trust. Just because all the time that I spent listening to the album. Now it's not one of my probably top three from them. Mm-hmm. Listening back, mm-hmm. it's very overproduced. If you listen to it. And they the band admits that now, but there's still some great uh, some great songs. And, you know, the title track is great.
0: Were there videos from that album? Yes. Okay. Always.
1: There. Always there for you, you was on MTV. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's the one. That's that the was one I
1: remember. think the only one that was on MTV. Eighty eight, right? Yes. Okay. Eighty eight. Gotcha. Um, but there's a uh, world of you and I is probably my favorite track.
0: Okay, that's a ballad. Is that no?
1: It's it starts out as a ballad. Okay, and, that's and what I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time listening to that album, so that's why it's made made my list.
0: Okay, very good. The nostalgia is heavy with that one. it is. Okay. (laughs) My next one is, uh, I wish I'd looked, I think it's 85. Yes, 85, Whiteheart, Don't Wait for the Movie. Beautiful. Saw this tour. Did you see this tour? I did. Okay. Did you see this tour in Wichita? Yes. At Central Christian yes, Church. Yes, I did. You were there, right? Another example of Dave and I <laughs> being at the same show and didn't know each other. So, um, yeah, this is just prior to Tommy Sims coming on board. Mm-hmm. So, but they did have Chris McHugh. He was already right. there. Well,
1: and uh, Tommy played on the tour. If you remember.
0: Oh, was that right? So yes. Gary Lunn was not on the tour, right? Oh,
1: but he was on the album.
0: Okay. okay. Yes. I'm. It's all coming back to me now. And was it Gordon Kennedy? Yes. And Rick Florian. Rick and the Mark Smiley and Smiley. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. So this one, uh, I remember the reviews of this because, you know, Whiteheart was, you know, they rocked some on Hotline. They rocked some on Vital Signs. Uh, they didn't rock nearly as much on the self-titled album because you had Steve Green. Yep. Um, but then you know the big drum kit comes on on the title track, and it's like, wow, this is Whiteheart. This yes. is this is really <laughs> this is really something. So anyway, lots of memories with Don't Wait for the Movie again. Uh, it hasn't maybe aged as m- well as. Some of them, that I put this on, I, I seem to skip a few of them. Right. I'm always skipping convertibles. Sorry, guys. Same just, here. Uh, just is what it is. Yep. But uh, there's a few songs on this that I still really enjoy. So Great Whiteheart, choice. Don't wait for the movie.
1: Spend a lot of time with that. Cassette, yep. back in the day.
0: Uh, yes, cassette. <laughs> I had my CD. I don't know what happened to it.
1: That was uh, that Rob was on. Er rubber <laughs> that was on Sparrow because I remember the blue cassette yes remember all their cassettes were blue that's
0: right that's <laughs> right I forgot about that yeah. perfect
1: so I'm gonna pick a White Heart album from 1987. 87 their okay. next one emergency broadcast was one that I uh, picked for my back-to-school list nice uh, you know, I love don't wait for the movie so I was so excited for this one to come out and to me it did not disappoint a lot it sounded a lot like don't wait for the movie yeah um better production. Yeah, you listen to them back to back, and it's like night and day. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, a lot of great tunes on on that one, and I it,
0: think song for song, better tunes. Yeah, I do too. And and this one's hard to find. You, the, getting a hard copy of this one, an actual physical copy of Emergency broadcast, will usually set you back twenty or thirty bucks. Is that right? A used one, yeah. It's, wow. It's the priciest of their older albums, except for maybe Live at Six Flags, which yeah, well, avoid. Yes. <laughs> Just avoid. Oh, don't, don't worry about that don't one. Don't worry about that one. Just avoid. <laughs> listen to it on streaming services <laughs> if you right. want. But yeah, this one is so good. Good ballads on this one.
1: Yeah, Montana Sky, Gordon yep. Kennedy, beautiful Somewhere
0: song. Somewhere in between is beautiful. Oh, that
1: is a great one too. Yeah. Um, And Tommy Sims made his vocal debut with the band. He, he with, did uh, the Lone Ranger. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. So Tommy's
0: full on board for this one he is yeah, yeah that's good emergency broadcast yeah so this is this is whiteheart kind of for me fi- firing in all cylinders at, yeah at this point i mean i love dan huff uh but uh, when you bring on tommy and get him and chris McHugh together i thought that was really just kind of main sequence whiteheart yeah. right there i agree with you that's a good one all right so the third one for me i actually have a cd of it and we've done an episode on 80s art of the oh. state so Good AD art of the state such a i'm such a carrie Livgren fan and so i loved everything carrie did in the christian music world i loved seeds of change that one was 1981 so it was way outside of our window i loved 80 d- doing timeline i think that was from 84 again it's out of our window but it, it, art of the state was from 85 and i just loved this one so when they remastered it and put it out in 2013, I picked up a CD copy. So I got my CD, and we've done a whole podcast on this, so you can go back in the archives, which, yep. again, I think Dan's on that one. Yeah, I so. think he.
1: I do remember him being on that I one. I think he's on that one. So. This is an album that uh, I told you when we did the podcast just escaped me. Mm. First time I listened to it was when we did the pro- uh, podcast. Yep. Love it. Now it's, it's right up there. I think it made my uh, top 50. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler Whoa, did you just go there? I just went there. Whoa. I okay. think we've done up to our 50, right? Like oh, we're think halfway right. there.
0: I think we're, ha- oh, uh, you, hey, I wasn't going to go there, but you <laughs> went there. So. That's what you call a tease. That's a Derek. tease. That's a spoiler alert, right? <laughs> right. there. Okay. Well, so, I guess we'll have to I, now that we've like committed ourselves, we might have to actually find you know. Dan and do the rest of those albums. Got to find Dan yep. for that to happen. Finding Dan. Finding. <laughs> Not Nemo. <laughs> right. Got to find Dan. Or Armand. <laughs> or Armand. <laughs> Art of the
1: State. That's a great choice. Yep. That's my I next do. one. So. All right. Throwing it to you. Let's see, for my next one, um, we're going to go back to Michael W. Smith, and this is going to be another one that straddles the high school-college line, because it came at the end of high school, and that is Eye to Eye.
0: I love this album.
1: Uh, They're again, uh, not completely different, but a lot different from The Big Picture. Yeah. Because the first track that you hear is Hand of Providence, which sounds nothing like The Big Picture.
0: Uh, you know that, okay, I'll let you go. I'm, yeah. I, I've got a comment on that, but keep okay. going. All right. Hold that thought.
1: Um, which I I still don't know if I like the the track placement of that. Okay, you song. went there. So
0: yes. I'm, I'm free to go there. All right. So that is probably the biggest uh, sequencing faux pas in in any Christian album I can think of. That is not the way that album should start. Yes. I don't mind the song. Right. I, 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 I seriously don't mind the song. But first, right. may, I, I don't know what I'd put there because I'm so used to hearing it start off with yeah. Terry McMillan's harmonica. Right. But I don't know what else I'd put there, but it just seems like such a um, a timid way to begin the album.
1: It is. It is. And you bring up a good point. What else would you put there?
0: I don't know. Uh, help you
1: find your way, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good opener either. It's
0: hard for me to think of the album out of sequence now because it, I hear Alicia. You know, probably not. I don't think you're going to lead with that, I hear Alicia. That
1: might be worse than Head of Providence.
0: <laughs> that might be worse than that. <laughs> All right, I think so. Okay. Maybe. Um, I think it maybe help you. Well, not uh, Secret amb- You can't lead with Secret Ambition. No, you can't. No. I don't know, I'd have to rethink that. Maybe that
1: was their you know, the problem,
0: their issue. What do we lead with? Right. And right. Hand- have we done a deep dive on this album? We have not. Okay, we need to file this this topic away and think okay. about it. All right. All right, let's come back to that. I like that. No, no, okay. I've solved it. All right. What you lead with is the instrumental jazz tune that ended big picture. Oh yeah. So you just read you just read It's like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Or you I play will- it backwards.
1: Play. yeah then you go into secret ambition
0: then you go into secret <laughs> ambition We've i love it. it yes so in 2028 when <laughs> right. Smitty does the 40th anniversary of i to i then that's what he needs to uh, do
1: that's that's gold right there yes. is what that is
0: Smitty's. you can you can have that one for free right. ccm and 2d a uh, 3d gives yep. that one to you so, <laughs> so. uh
1: but i i uh, love the album listen Me to too. it a lot yeah during, uh, during that time of my life, end of high school, going into freshman year. Uh, Help You Find Your Way is a great uh, rocker towards the end of the album. The Thrones beautiful. Another mm-hmm. Michael W. Smith worship mm-hmm. uh, song. Secret Ambition, what you can say probably is the best well-known, one of his mo- well-known songs. Yeah, um, And then the one he did with, uh, my favorite probably off that is um, the one after Secret Ambition, um, Other Side, On the Other Side. Oh, that's a good one. Just love that one. Yeah, uh, Michael Sweet and Oz Fox. Sing that's, on this album. That's
0: right. Are they on All You're Missing is a Heartache? Yep, All You're Missing Is a Heartache, that's, which is a
1: great tune. Yeah.
0: Now would you go here with me and saying Pray For Me is better than Friends?
1: Ooh. I
0: I mean I know everybody wants yeah. to hear friends, but we're we're Musos. We're like hardcore If
1: you're gonna say which one's better to my ears.
0: Or which one you enjoy better.
1: Oh pray for me. Yeah. Definitely. Me too. Yeah. I
0: can't listen to Friends anymore.
1: No. And Pray right. For Me, I mean, that's uh, to me, it's so emotional. It's hard to listen to. It is. It is. Because you can, you know, it's, it, it, it takes you to that place, you know, saying goodbye to someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. It's a great song.
0: It's, yeah, those um, friends, you know, it's kind of like the end of youth camp friends saying goodbye to one another. Right. So you had, that's a whole subgenre of CCM <laughs> yes, right there. It is. It, so <laughs> you got friends, you've got Pray For Me. And then um, I'll Meet You There by Whiteheart. Oh, yes. So we, we That's should. That's my favorite th- of the three, probably. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So we should do a whole episode on friends parting. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Might need
1: some Kleenex for that we one. Might,
0: actually, we, we need to get Dan.
1: We might need Dan for that
0: one. We need Dan. 1 800, friends phone, <laughs> Dan. Come <laughs> That's on. That's right. Call us, let us know where you are. So eye to eye. Well,
1: we open a lot of can of worms with that uh, selection right there.
0: We did, and do you? So do, when you find yourself going back to Smitty, is that the album you go back to?
1: Um, because it is
0: for me. I is it? Yeah, I just I love that album.
1: For me, probably when I go back right now in time, I listen to um, "Change Your World" and
0: "Change Your World's the other. One. That's the one I go to. Yeah, those are the two.
1: Uh, "Big Pictures" is probably my favorite, but I just found myself going back to "Change Your World."
0: Yeah, and "Go West." There's spots on it where it's good. How long will be too long is great yep. off of Go West. But those two change your world in eye to eye. I'm yeah. With you. All right. So, number four for me, I have the CD. And again, you might not see this coming. It is Wayne Watson's oh. Giants in the Land. Such an important uh, CD for me back in the day. This came out, again, Day Spring. What was it with me and Day Spring? I don't know. I didn't, foresee so many Dayspring albums coming in. (laughs) Um, Oh, you know what? Did you work for them? This is a little bit out of bounds. It's 87, so... Okay. Okay, but I'm keeping it. It's Giants in the Land by Wayne Watson. What do you
1: love about that album?
0: Um, I'm always a big sucker for singer-songwriter albums. Wayne was definitely doing that uh, on that day. I saw him on this tour. So I saw him at Sterling College. So it was a great tour. Um, I just think the the lyrics Wayne was writing back Wayne's always been a great lyricist. Like you listen to the song Fine Line or Home Free or um, what's what's another great, um, Would I Know You? Uh, but these, these songs that he wrote, Peace That Passes Understanding, uh, Giants in the Land, Born in Zion's a great mm-hmm. song. That uh, is. Look Me in the Heart. Um, holiness. Every, just every song just kind of spoke to me back then about um, wanting to please the Lord with my, the way I lived, the way that I carried myself, the, my thoughts, my words and deeds. Um, so, and that was just a pivotal album for me. For trying to take the Christian faith a little more seriously. So, perfect, perfect choice for me. Yeah. 87, I guess, I thought it was 86, but it's 87. Giants in the land, Wayne. All right. My last one,
1: number five, is going to be one we've already mentioned, one of your um, honorable mentions, and that is Streetlight by DeGarmo and Key. Yes. Um, I looked so forward to this coming out because <laughs> I saw, you know, read previews about it. They're going back to their roots, more rock-based, which I loved at the time. Yep. And uh, so I've got uh, I've got this one on LP. Oh, nice! And I need to get on CD. Yeah. I don't.
0: They've re-released it. I know on Gerder. Oh, that's right. So getting a new copy now is easier. Yeah. Because the the getting stuff from whatever label they were on back then, those are expensive. Are they? Yeah, probably sixty, seventy bucks. Oh my gosh. So getting the uh, remaster is probably the way to go from Girder. Yep. So.
1: But you know we talked about it. They went back to the roots. A lot of guitar, a lot of rocking. Addie's a great song, one of my favorites mm-hmm. off that. Um, Every Moment was on MTV. That was yes. a video that made MTV.
0: That's right. That's and
1: right. Um, and uh, what else is on? Soldier of Fortune is a great tune with mm-hmm. an unbelievable uh, Dana Key guitar solo. Yeah, the, in the on middle. the fade out. Yes. And there's one on the fade out. On the out fade side. out. Yeah. yeah, you're right.
0: So that's great. That's great. So, yeah, Streetlight. Yeah. Okay, so my last one is again, I wish I had the CD. I don't. I've got. Uh, a, a copy that I burned from somebody because it's not available, so I don't have the actual CD. And that's Phil Kage's getting closer. Oh, this yeah. was kind of Phil's um, foray back into pop music '85. So um, where has all uh, where has our love gone? Is is is, an, is one of the nice songs on there? Sounds is a great song. Um, it's it's Phil's celebration of making music and then everything kind of drops out and he does like a three-minute guitar solo at the end and he said that's the most free he's ever felt in the studio he said he like stood up and he was (laughs) kicking chairs over as he soloed nice so it's kind of like a michael j fox picture i guess kind of that sort of thing but um and there's some really nice ballads um like an island is on here um look deep inside is is great there's an instrumental called passport this is a really great kind of a obscure sleeper phil keggie album mm-hmm. and i have it on vinyl but nice. i not have it on cd okay he released it for a brief moment at the end of the 90s on cd and i didn't get it no, yeah. it's, you can't get it although you can go to phil's Bandcamp site and get digital downloads like lossless downloads. okay so you can go there and buy it and i think there's a bonus disc of like outtakes demos that sort of thing so phil's Phil's really good on his Bandcamp site for making his stuff available. So that's that's good. So Phil Kagey. I'm such a Kagey fan, yep. so that was perfect for me, getting closer.
1: Phil's a guy I'd never have really gotten into for whatever reason, but I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that uh, Christian Music has an artist like him. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, there's nobody like him today nope. in that genre, but to have a guy back there that was so good, mm-hmm. um, you know, songwriting, Playing guitar, obviously, is strong suit, singing. I mean, he just so versatile. And and it's great we can look back at this era, and we have so many artists like that.
0: Yep. And this is another great example of you, and this will maybe kind of help us to start to wrap it up, is that you and I were at that show when... Russ Taft played his Metals concert yep. at uh, Century 2 in Wichita. Right. And opening for Russ yes. was... Phil Kagey. Phil Kagey. Yes. So I was like on the first row, and you were like on the third, second row or third right. row. So I think you have a picture with my head in I it or do, something. yes. Back
1: of your head is in one of the pictures. <laughs> and we didn't even know each no, other at no. the time. Isn't that crazy?
0: That's so funny. <laughs> so that was when Phil was... A, that's around the time that uh, Getting Closer came down. So that's... May have been that tour that he was out there with Russ. So. That
1: was the uh, Beret Phil Kiki.
0: That was, wasn't it? I believe it? at the time. Yes, and I think he borrowed some of Russ's musicians. I think I remember oh, yeah. some of the guys from Russ's band playing with Phil. So Anyway, okay. Good choice. Yeah, so I think that brings us to a close. Now, um, any final words we need to throw out there?
1: I'm kind of surprised. I, going into this, I wasn't sure what to expect. I was, I'm kind of surprised that we picked mostly... Well-known, popular albums yeah. at the time. Uh-huh. I thought we'd have a lot more sleepers in there, mm. but um, I, yeah, I tried. Uh, with you, had you had a couple. You had Keith Thomas was was the biggest <laughs> sleeper. It's by far the best album cover. Oh, of our selections.
0: Absolutely, it's the best. <laughs> it might be the best CCM album cover ever. It
1: might be. You're right. I
0: mean, it might be. It might not be, though.
1: It, that's possible, too. It's
0: the best album cover with a guy looking through a kaleidoscope <laughs> yes. and with a floppy disk on it. Absolutely. and it's, It wins in that category. Yes, it, <laughs> it wins in that category. And a train. Right. So, yeah, I think that's the best of that. So, um, And, again, we need to probably at some point, if we can find Dan, do an album cover's Yes. favorite CCM album covers from our window. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. So, we need to do that. All right. Well, again, we don't know why we're getting so many messages about being gone, but uh, I hope this helps. Uh, Yeah. I I guess. You know. Just sitting here.
1: We just picked up where we left off, right? Yeah, exactly. Our next episode.
0: I don't know what everybody's so so hot under the collar about. No. It's weird. So, if anyone sees Dan, have him call us. And Please let us know.
1: Again, that number one eight hundred friends phone <laughs> operators are standing by.
0: Yes, as, as they are. Yes. So that does it for another episode of CCM in 3D. Have a great uh, have a great time, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you then. <laughs>